0: What's going on, Nerd Geeks? game is alike. It's your boy, Nerdy Nick, back with Best Friend Josh. What's up? For another episode of the N Squared Podcast. So, before we get started, we just want to give our big shout-outs to our sponsors over at HubDaddyStore.com. Head on over to HubDaddyStore.com today. Use code Mustache ten to get yourself 10% off of your order. Including coffees, mugs, candles, candles in mugs, and so much more. Use code Mustache Ten to get yourself ten percent off your order. And W Energy. Head on over to W.G.G. Use code N Squared Ten to get yourself ten percent off of your energy drink order. The energy drink. Ju- That's all, folks. Your energy drink order includes but not limited to 150 milligrams of caffeine per dosage. And all of these products are made without fillers, uh, artificial flavors or colors. It's all made in the USA. You're helping out a great company. So once again, uh, W.GG, use code squared 10 to get yourself 10% off your order. So let's go ahead. whoa, ah oh, damn it no go back you' fucking YouTube oh see it moved on me. you saw that yeah, <laughs> you saw that it fucking moved on me. all right so we've got the music playing you got the boys here. There we go. Turn it down just a little bit more. That way we don't have to shout over the music. We're still (laughs) new to this. We're (laughs) new to this,
1: folks.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's got to warm
1: warm up a little bit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's been a while, man. All right. So, age-old
1: question. What's What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? how you been great not really fucking tired <laughs> been great not really i'm a fucking liar
0: all right aside from being tired and overworked at your underpaying job what have you been playing <laughs> destiny still played uh picked up uh... you've been playing destiny so much i wonder if it's uh if it's your child
1: <laughs> oh my god. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, Were you a survivor in your last
1: mission? Oh. No. Not <laughs> a I, survivor. I died a few times. So <laughs> Okay. Now, I've um, been playing that. Playing Tiny Tina's still. Playing through a second character. Okay. Um, and then continuing on. The Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten a lot better.
0: Is it grown on you?
1: Eh. I'm playing it at this point just to find out what happens. Okay. You know, to get answers to my questions. Sure, sure. But, like, the gameplay, it did improve. It's not as fucking ridiculous as it was before.
0: Do you feel if you didn't play Dead Space before it, it would be a better experience for you? Probably. Okay.
1: Like, if I would have had Callisto Protocol first, and then Dead Space, I'd be like, Dead Space is way better, but Callisto Protocol was fun. You
0: know, it's one of those. So you could basically, in this instance, it's all backwards. So, like, you could say, like, Callisto Protocol walked, or, or fucking crawled, so Dead Space could walk, right?
1: Like, if it were, you know, before Dead Space, then yeah.
0: It sucks that it's like, that's the immediate comparison. But I mean, it is that way by design because the developers of mm-hmm. Dead Space, yep, made Callisto Protocol, and their very first game was a fucking Dead Space clone. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: And the worst part about it is that, like, it's it's very like I mean, fucking like if you put them side to side by side, yeah, you'd be like, well, shit, it's <clears throat> Dead Space. You know right. what I mean? like the premise is pretty fucking close to it so the biggest issue with it isn't the story it's the gameplay mm. like at least in dead space the character you i get it he was a fucking engineer he wasn't some yeah um combat fucking expert but at least he could move properly yeah in this game I, I somewhat get it the dude who got in a fucking accident and crashed his ship, so he's not 100% fucking, you know, good. But, like, I can walk faster than his fucking run speed.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous.
0: So, okay. There is a game that I played. I don't remember what it was, but I remember... You know what it is? It's the fucking um, Stadium Stampede mode in AEW <laughs> where you run. You don't run like really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like you're running kind of like through mud almost. Yeah. You know? And it sucks too when you're getting chased by someone in a fucking golf court or a golf cart or a horse. <laughs>
1: and you're like, oh my god! I'm gonna die! I can't get away. Yeah. 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 Like, the Dodge mechanic, I really wish they would have put like a like put it how in most games where you gotta press a button and then dodge, With mm-hmm. that one is literally you gotta wait until the enemy swings or you know just hold the left fucking joystick. Mm-hmm. Or um, left how's or right the audio? Right?
0: By the way, we got two people watching right now. Woo woo! Look at that. We're fucking making. We're we're groundbreaking right here. <laughs> uh, how's the audio for these two uh, viewers right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least that Streamlabs is showing us so.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: so it's just like, unfortunately, 50% of the game is what's making it kind of like yeah. not the, the greatest for you.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, it's bearable, you know, especially now that you get better weapons, you know, you get um, better inventory space. I fucking hated that.
0: Is, oh, is it like Resident Evil inventory space?
1: Oh, it's worse. It's, oh, it's like Resident Evil 5 inventory space.
0: I never... Well, I, I played five for, like, an hour. So you start off with six fucking slots. Okay. Is it, like, cubic slots? Yeah. And, like, a gun might take up two cubic slots?
1: So your weapons take up a different, like, portion. You know, that doesn't affect your whole inventory. Okay, well, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, but you can only pick up so much ammo, so much health kev called yo
0: yo sorry to interrupt no, you good, it doesn't matter fuck you <laughs> audio sounds good music and your vocals are balanced well that
1: works that's what we like to hear baby
0: so anyways the inventory space um you can only pick up so much what
1: so Ammo. six slots for health ammo and then the little things you can sell so for it's armor.
0: not a very slotty game
1: Oh no. nah,
0: not a lot of slots. No. Yeah, no. That's alright. Um
1: yeah, other than that, yeah. I've just been playing those.
0: Okay. So that's basically it? Yeah. Okay. Um so for me, I've been playing a, a new game. I downloaded uh two new games actually. Uh for, via Xbox Game Bass Ultimate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the first one is RoboQuest. It yeah, is, yeah. It. So I told you about that, but uh, for the viewers, it's pretty new. Yeah. So Robo Quest looks like a cleaner Borderlands and plays like Borderlands. So like when you shoot someone, like numbers start coming off. Yeah. Um, and there's like you can have like your critical hits as well. You mm-hmm. know, if you hit an, uh, an enemy in a certain exact point which is actually really satisfying when it happens too. Yeah. What I like about this game is you can have your standard crosshairs or you can have um you can have the crosshairs slightly lowered hmm. during gameplay. So right like so normally like when you have a crosshair in a game, right?
1: It's like dead center.
0: It's dead center. Yeah. But this game also gives you the option of of giving you the crosshairs at the the character's perspective. Oh. Because there is like... um, what do, you, what do you call it? Drop? Drop distance or something like that?
1: Oh, bullet drop? Bullet drop. Ah.
0: So it helps you with, you know, kind of countering that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's, it's really fucking cool. Um, I really like the game. I just hate how... I mean, it is roguelike. But I hate how you can get super far in the game, but if you die, you gotta start your ass all the way from where, like from the beginning. (laughs) So you start off at the hub world or like hub level, like it's, it's basically you're in a canyon. So say you're like in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And you can kind of venture out through there. Well, say I make it through the canyon area, which is the basic area you gotta battle through. Yeah. Then you get to this like hub where it says you can go to the ruins and take this turn or go to the Oasis and take this turn. Yeah. Once you go through those doors into, say, like, the ruins and you die pretty far into the ruins, you got to start your ass way back at the beginning of the canyon. Really? What the fuck? Yeah. It's, it, uh. That's where I'm like... Oh! <laughs> but it plays like a Doom uh eternal arena shooter which I fucking love. Okay. And I think that's what's keeping me very interested in in the game as it keeps progressing. Mm. And the weapon selection is is really cool. There's um <clears throat> so far all the enemy types are all robots. Okay. Um, but it I mean, gives
1: intense robot quest. Yeah. <laughs> but it
0: gives you fucking um like shurikens and throwing knives that you can use. Okay. And like, say you don't hit an enemy, it'll fucking bounce. So you can literally like strategize how you're gonna fucking throw these things.
1: Oh, I love that kind of stuff.
0: And then it's also got um, like bow and arrows too. Oh, okay. That are really fucking strong. Um, it's got like energy based weapons, elemental based weapons, which I guess kind of, well, no, they're not so much en- um, elemental, the energy based and stuff. Um and then you also say you're in the middle of a fucking battle and you're like fucking shooting up the place, right? Yeah. Um you can level up in the middle of a fucking battle. Press up on the D-pad, pauses the game, and then you can level up. It'll like it will give you like two options. No, it'll give you two options. You can have this perk or this perk right now. Which uh, one do, which one do you want to carry to carry you? through this run.
1: So if you die, those perks get taken away, right?
0: Exactly. What about but your, your weapons? Le- um, no, yeah, your weapons go away too. Ah. You start off with a starter pistol, um, which is pretty solid on its own. The starter pistol um, will carry you through the canyon level or yeah. the canyon area. But every time you restart, you get to open a box right before you have to go and actually play. Mm-hmm. And the box will open up, and it'll give you two weapons to choose from. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Snark says the Tekken Eight God of Destruction is here. <laughs> Hold on. I need. I need to re say that. <coughs> the Tekken Eight God of Destruction is here. So I should be a ring announcer, bro. I'm fucking good with that shit, man. I can fucking hold and carry a note. Um, and then Kev called said I've been playing through Golden Sun the last couple of weeks. I haven't played it since 02. dude. Golden Sun. That are you playing it on the GBA? Golden Sun. Yeah, nothing. it was a. Uh, I believe it was originally released on the on the Game Boy Advance. Um, pretty underrated RPG that, as of late, from what I understand. Oh. Has really picked up a uh, kind of um, like late deserved um, fan base. You know what I mean.
1: So it's turned into a cult classic type thing.
0: It's on the Switch Online. Oh, do you? You have the expansion pass, don't you, dude? I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been very fucking tempted. Very fucking tempted <laughs> to do the the <coughs> Switch Online um like the upgrade? expansion pass yeah yeah do you is did yours renew did oh. you ever have the online membership for your switch
1: i do oh shit i haven't even checked if it automatically renewed
0: if it didn't can i can put you on my family plan cuz i have a family plan right now and i can have up to 4 consoles on it oh And then we can upgrade to the uh, expansion pass and we can split the cost. Hell yeah. (laughs) See what I'm saying, bro? Uh, I got to check that out. (laughs) Kev Call says, ha ha, hell yeah, dude, get it. The Mario Party Online is great. Oh, see? Okay, hold on. Kev, have you tried Pokemon (laughs) Stadium Online? My dream when I was like nine or ten years old was to be able to play that game against other people on their N64s in like their house. You know what I mean? Like
1: Oh, oh. that's fucking dope.
0: I mean, they've got Avalanche on there too, the snowboarding game. Um, that Nintendo Power is is uh highlighting over there mm-hmm. on the coffee table. Um Oh my god.
1: Bro, nah, Just
0: Golden is on there. Really? It, Goldeneye is on Game Pass as well, but on
1: the Switch as online.
0: It has online. <coughs> Kev called said, "Of course." Oh, so shit. is it good? How is it battling online in um on the online Switch? Oh my Oh my god, please Kev, please. Please do a little do a little excerpt for us here real quick and tell us how it, it is. I've been I've been so curious, man right kev called says they have one and two i played a buddy recently and got wrecked (laughs) (laughs) um he says it runs really well goldeneye not so much okay but you know what and that's fine because we could fucking play fucking pokemon stadium all fucking night (laughs) how does um uh mario kart 64 work have you tried that online? I'm assuming you have. I mean, if I had the expansion pass, that might be one of the first things I'd, I'd fucking try. I know.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, on top of, um, what did I say, RoboQuest? Yeah. I've been playing, I I downloaded and tried out Chivalry, we gonna- but apparently it's, it's Chivalry 2, um... Mm-hmm. And then it's got, like, some expansion stuff with it that I got for free with with Game Pass. Oh. So, I've got that, and I tried that out. I did the whole tutorial. (laughs) It's really fun. Chivalry is a um, medieval first-person or third-person hacking slash online uh, battle extravaganza. Mm. And... I'm not going to lie. My first experience is way different than your first experience with that game. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I did exceptionally well. Especially for... I did so bad in the tutorial. Really? Yeah. Like, (laughs) there was, like, two spots in the tutorial I could not get past. So I just skipped them.
1: Which part? Which parts?
0: Which parts, my lord? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, Kev called, said the battle cries are hilarious. So you played Chivalry 2, bro? Oh, my god. We got to get online together, bro. I know. <laughs> um, I, I like the long. one that says, I'm new here. <laughs> I literally... So, so, right, right, right. So, anyways, um, my first match I got thrown into after you complete the tutorial. Um, I double-clicked X, and then he goes, I'm new here! But I... It was great because it timed up perfectly, dude. Um, I had held down the... Uh, the buttons to throw. Yeah. And then I double tapped X and he goes, I'm new here. And then I threw the like the the (laughs) spear that has like the axe on it. And I got a kill right away. And I was like, Yes. And I ended up getting like a five like five kills in a row. I was just wrecking shit. And then I was left with a little dagger. And I got surrounded by like three people. And in my head I was like, don't freak. Just remember your training. So I dodged out of the way. And, and one of my guys, my teammates just comes running from literally Randy Orton style out of nowhere and fucking just obliterates one guy. And I just walk up to the other and I just click like jab, jab, jab. And he he fucking died. I picked up his sword blocked, fucking did the parry thing where like when you block, you have a a, a window to slash the, the motherfucker. Coward, yeah. yeah. And I killed him and I was like found my new call of duty
1: oh man we gotta all hop
0: on that oh my gosh that'd be so much fun kev um message me on instagram dude or, or facebook or whatever and send me your
1: fucking gamer tag so we can play dude it's so much <laughs> fun yeah we'll get josh on it too well so i heard that it's they have crossplay, but it's in beta
0: well if he has a a so, gamer tags are for Xbox.
1: No, but I'm saying it's like... Oh, you have PS5, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's right,
0: that's right. That's
1: what I'm saying. It's like, I have PS5. You have it on Xbox. Because uh, I was talking to the plumbers about it. Uh-huh. And they have Xbox as well.
0: Um. So. I I, I forgot. To, I skipped one of Kev's uh, chats here. He says, decent. So, that was mar- in re- reference to Mario Kart. Yeah. Mario Tennis is smooth, even with four players online. Dude, see? Impressive. Alright, after the podcast, check your fucking, um, log into your Nintendo (coughs) account. Um, I have PS5, and as my main console, is it cross-platform? Well, Josh just said it it is in beta right now. Yeah, uh,
1: because I'll talk to the plumbers since they play a lot. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, right now it's in beta, you know, because they wanted to play over the weekend, but I guess they forgot so they didn't hit me up.
0: Well, they get high all the time, that's the problem. They literally told me, they were like, yeah, dudes. Cause one day I told them, I was like, I downloaded the game. And I asked you to send me your, uh, gamer tags. And, um, the bigger one, uh, Matt. Matt. Yeah. He was like, yeah, dude, sorry. We just get really high and get on chivalry. And I was like, <laughs> he goes, and sometimes
1: we just forget, bro.
0: <laughs> we just forget, man. They're
1: just in the zone. So yeah.
0: And I'm like, it's all right, dude. So I finally got his gamer tag today, <laughs> two weeks later.
1: <laughs> oh man
0: yeah um so yeah like chivalry um and robo quest and i've also what oh i i i got evelyn into smash brothers ultimate really yeah we're Ooh. playing well so we played together you know um against two other ais Mm-hmm. And I put the difficulty. I I think it was at two. Okay. So she could get acclimated to it, right? Yeah. I mean, she's she skipped a ton of other Smash Brothers, so yeah. she has no idea how to play the game. Yeah. So she's. I told her I was like, start off with like Kirby or Jigglypuff.
1: Jigglypuff in the right you know? hand is OP.
0: Well, and like the thing too is like those characters can like pretty much fly. Oh yeah. You know. So I was like, you go ahead and pick them, you know, and I'll take it easy on you. I'll try to just battle the bots, you know, and, and sometimes it's like a little annoying because the bots just stand there while you beat the shit out of them when the difficulty is that low. Um, <laughs> right. But we ended up playing quite a few fucking uh, matches, man. Was she really enjoying it? Oh, yeah. She was yeah. really liking it. And then she was like, wait a minute. Where am I? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, ah, yeah. I told her. I was like, yeah. You uh, you gotta pay attention to who you are at all times. Oh yeah, because your mind will just like your eyes and your mind will play tricks, and you like all of a sudden lose track of your character. And you're like, <laughs> wait a minute, where am I? And then by the time you realize that you're falling off the map. Yeah. Uh, Kepkald says, who do you guys pick, um, as
1: in Smash? Who do you play as in Smash? Or so yeah, pick or play. Yeah. So, who so, do you normally pick? Incineroar! Oh, yeah! yeah. It's been so long since we played. Yeah. Like... Incineroar
0: bro, <laughs> is my main. Um, I love Pokemon, and I love pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he's he's the blend of both. Right. And fire type is normally my type. It's either fire type or fighting type. <laughs> Isn't he both? Well, I guess yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a match made in <laughs> heaven. <Yeah. laughs> So, yeah, Incineroar is mine, um, and it varies on the stage, but I love <laughs> Little Mac. Little Mac. Is- Little Mac will knock the motherfuckers away. Yeah. But Little Mac is very susceptible to also, because he puts so much power into his punches that he will fly off if you're not ah. careful. Yeah. That's why I say it depends on the stages.
1: Yeah, Luigi has that same issue. Oh, does he? Yeah, you know how he like goes to the, like he can shoot himself like a rocket. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you know about the whole like you know at random he can go like ultra mode and yeah hit really hard. Yeah, if you're not careful, that shit can fly you off too. Yeah, because you're anticipating a short burst and it's like
0: yeah. So with like with little Mac, he his B is almost better than his fucking Smash. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Little Mac can, like, charge up that punch and then, like, launch himself. But then his smash is more of a controlled haymaker. Yeah. Uh, Kev called says, haha, nice. Little Mac is a beast. Knows how to toss hands. What about you, Josh? What are your uh,
1: mains? I normally main Marth or Piranha Plant on Ultimate, yeah. Piranha Plant? Dude, have you fucking tried piranha plant no so I have
0: piranha plant oh piranha right. plant is the only DLC character I have
1: yeah because I think it was free for everybody
0: it was yeah. free for everybody if you got the game within a certain window. Oh yeah um
1: you need to use them piranha plant is a I thought it's monster. a girl is it a girl oh, I don't remember I don't know it's a plant that's all I know <laughs> well yeah <coughs> um piranha plant plays a lot like king ddd or whatever okay
0: the penguin dude yeah okay
1: because you know how king ddd can like throw out that bomber mm-hmm. spike ball and smack it yeah well Prana plant has a ball that can spit out but it also has a lot of moves that are like uh very lengthy because piranha plant can stretch out right so you have a lot of reach and you know, add that with that spike ball. You can like toss that shit, and if it misses, you can yeah. smack somebody towards it. Yeah. And it hits really fucking hard. Sure. It's it's a fun.
0: What what? Let's ask the chat. What do you main as? Mm-hmm. Give us your top two mains in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate yeah. or any Smash Brothers. Evelyn mm-hmm. was like, um, once the items started falling, she was mm-hmm. like, "What are these things? Okay. How how do you do these things?" Uh-huh. It was it was a really cool moment that her and I had because we were playing it on the living room TV, so the big TV. Yeah. And I mean the game room TV's slightly smaller than the living room one, but yeah um I was like let me be let me be the guide <coughs> to you that I never had. Because when I first played Super Smash Bros. for the very first time when I was a kid, my neighborhood kid um friend had it. his name was Daniel. He had the game, didn't tell us how it fucking worked, yeah. and just, like, kept fucking mopping us. And he would do the, he would pick Ness and do the PK fire, PK oh fire, PK fire, God. like, over and over and over again. I hate that. Dude, right? So, all of us were like, if you don't tell us how to fucking play, we're not going to play with you anymore. <laughs> you know? Um, but, I, like, I told, because uh, she saw one of the trophy items. She was like, "What are these things?" And I was like, "I'll fight off the AI, pick it up, and throw it." And she she did that, and she's like, "Oh, they're like a partner." And I was like, "Yes, but they don't last very long, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Yeah. And then she saw a Pokeball, and she just kind of like got it, and so she picked up a Pokeball, threw it, and she's like,
1: "Oh yeah," you know.
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, we're all gonna die," because that's all she would she would hide. Me, right? As an instinctual player of Smash, I immediately start fucking shit up. Yeah. But she's hanging out back, waiting for the items to drop. <laughs> and then she snuck up, bro, <laughs> and got the fucking Smash icon,
1: oh. and then
0: pulled out a Smash head of I was like, no! <laughs> yeah. uh, called says, Young Link and Ryu! those I, are good picks. Is Young how I I don't know. Does Young Link play a lot different or yeah. very different okay. to the other Link? Would you say yeah. it's faster?
1: Um yeah, definitely faster. And it's def- it's a slightly different moveset too. Okay. Yeah, cuz in the older smashes um cuz there were, I think there was in the older smashes Young Link and older Link played a lot like a lot alike. Okay. Yeah. Um, in this one, they changed up older Link because of Breath of the Wild. Right. So the remote bomb doesn't blow up on its own now. You, you can gotta blow like, it, hit it. You gotta blow it up on command. Like the same buttons to drop it. Is the same ones to blow it up.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and end this audio only portion of the podcast. Cause we are running at 29 minutes and 30 seconds out of a 30 minute timer. We'll be right back with some more audio goodness. Live stream uh, that has been recorded on 129 2024. Uh, we're coming to you at the forty-six minute mark here. Um, any, uh, I would say between forty-four minutes to forty-six minutes, there will be our disclaimer there for the topic we are right about to talk about. This is over at the uh, N-Scored Podcast YouTube channel. So this is brought to us by uh, CNN Business, the WWE knew Vince McMahon was a liability, so why did it bring him back after his scandalous departure? Actually, we're jumping a little bit ahead of ourselves here, so let's go ahead and type in Vince McMahon Wall Street Journal. Uh, Okay, this will be brought to us instead of the Wall Street Journal. This will be brought to us by the USA Today, written by Jordan Mendoza. This was written and published on January 25th, 2024, updated at 7.10 p.m. on the 25th as well. Oops. All right. So... All right guys. Um, we're going to get into some pretty serious stuff again. If, um, you have any experience with SA, um, or know anyone that has experience with SA that's close to you, this might affect you in some way, shape or form. There is the disclaimer again. Um, we'll just go ahead and read this verbatim here. Again, this is brought to us by USA Today. Um, Written by Jordan Mendoza. It says, Note, this story contains graphic descriptions of sexual abuse that may be offensive to some readers or painful to survivors of sexual assault. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and fucking pause the music because it's a, a, a tad bit distracting. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to take a sip real quick because this is uh, it's, it's actually kind of heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're a little bit late on the news here, but as is the um, uh, method of our show, it's kind of like Jamie Oliver's last week today, but um, or last week tonight, whatever it is, but um, here we go. A woman who worked for WWE and, and received a payout from the company has filed a lawsuit against WWE and Vince McMahon on Thursday that alleges the wrestling company's founder, Took part in sex trafficking and put her through sexual acts that were done with and this is in quotes extreme cruelty and degradation. WWE's former head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, was also named in the suit, which, if those for you who don't know, he is the Bella twins' stepdad.
1: Really, we'll, we'll
0: be touching on their response later. Uh, the news was first reported in the Wall Street Journal. The lawsuit filed in the state of Connecticut The lawsuit filed in the state of Connecticut and obtained by USA Today Sports details the experience of Janelle Grant, a former employee of WWE's headquarters. Grant said McMahon made her sign a non-disclosure agreement about their relationship for an, an agreed amount of $3 million. However, Grant did not receive full payment from McMahon and wants to void the agreement with the lawsuit.
1: Ooh.
0: The lawsuit comes out nearly two years after, re- after reports McMahon paid upwards of $12 million to four women in a 16-year span to quiet allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. The Wall Street Journal had also reported WWE was investigating a secret $3 million settlement to pay an employee with whom he allegedly had an affair, after which McMahon retired as CEO and chairman of WWE. McMahon was subpoenaed by federal agents in August of last year regarding the payments. So we'll pause there for a second. There were, there was a moment in in time last year where Vince McMahon had stepped down as WWE CEO chairman, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Or was it 2022?
1: I thought it was last year.
0: Was it last year? Yeah. And his daughter, Stephanie McMahon had taken over as co CEO alongside with Nick Khan. Um, Vince McMahon cooed his way back into power, um, as reported by numerous uh, news sites saying that because TV right deals and negotiations were up, um, he had all of the control and basically said, um, this is my speculation, um, basically saying, bring me back onto the board or there will be no deals taking place. He was brought back into power um, after internal investigations had, you know, basically, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's fine, whatever. Um, Stephanie McMahon completely resigned from the company uh, the day he got brought back. Um, I don't blame her. Yeah. What's a little sickening. I'm jumping a little ahead here, but what's sickening is the day Vince stepped down and Vince and Stephanie took power, she led a thank you, Vince chant on Raw. It was on Raw or SmackDown.
1: Oh, like for stepping down?
0: No. For all that he did for the company and for professional wrestling.
1: Really?
0: <clears throat> so... I'm gonna take another uh, sip here. I, I yeah. As a father and a husband, uh, let me let me rephrase that. As a father of a daughter, and as a husband, this stuff ain't easy to necessarily read and get through. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, in America, it's innocent until proven guilty, but with what I just read, where they were talking about other payments to other women. Like, again, my speculation, my thoughts. Um, where there's fucking smoke, there's fucking fire here. Exactly. So, uh, Vince McMahon told employee he owns and controls her. Grant was hired by WWE in 2019 after McMahon pushed for a physical relationship with In return for long-promised employment at WWE, according to the court documents. During her employment, Grant said she was forced into the sexual relationship and McMahon would share explicit photos, videos, and details of her to other WWE employees, as well as coerce her into having sexual relations with other WWE staffers, including John Laurinaitis. Examples of the sexual encounters are listed in the suit, including an instance of when McMahon and Laurinaitis sexually assaulted Grant at Laurinaitis' office at WWE headquarters in Connecticut, in quotes, while colleagues were busy at their desks, end quotes. Grant begged the two to stop, but they continued to assault her. The suit alleges McMahon also used sex toys named after. WWE wrestlers on Grant and defecated on her during one encounter in quotes. McMahon also subjugated Grant to acts of extreme cruelty and degradation that caused grant to disassociate and, or become numb to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters End quote, the lawsuit States in may 2020, The lawsuit states McMahon began to recruit other men and force Grant into sex trafficking. Text messages allegedly from McMahon show he told Grant he'd, in quotes, find more friends, end quotes, to take part in sexual encounters. And in another message, told Grant, in quotes, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to fuck you, end quotes. McMahon also allegedly used Grant as an incentive for a WWE star to re-sign with the company, which included Grant sending photos and videos to the unnamed star, the star who wanted to meet, the star had wanted to meet with Grant and wanted to, end quotes, Set a play date. End quotes. But a snowstorm, a snowstorm, changed the star's plans. This star, in focus here, in the lawsuit, was referred to as a ex UFC heavyweight champion and WWE star. So, yeah, <clears throat> that. Without naming the star, in my own thoughts and speculation, refers to the one and only Brock Lesnar. He is the only WWE wrestler to go to the UFC and win the heavyweight championship. Yeah. So without naming him, she named him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I will say, I am fucking absolutely disappointed. If it's true. Because <clears throat> I was always a Brock fan. Yeah. Always a Brock fan, through and through. When he left pro wrestling, went on to try out for the NFL. For the Vikings, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, hell yeah. Whoa. And then when he went to the UFC, I was such a big fan of him. Uh, my roommate in college bought me and scared the shit out of me with a uh, cardboard cutout standee of Brock Lesnar. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> um, It was a punch to the gut to read there's like, I believe 67 pages or 67 articles in that court document. Yeah. And it was a punch to the fucking gut to see that he was involved. Allegedly. Allegedly. Look at the only time I'm going to laugh, right. Is, is right now because we're fans of a show called letter Kenny, where uh, there's an inside joke about a, a guy who, <laughs> Uh, fucked an ostrich.
1: Allegedly. But
0: whenever it's brought up, there's a character named Squirrely Dan who goes allegedly. Yeah. Alright. But uh this I, I need to treat this with a little more decorum. Um but yeah. So we'll continue on here. <sighs> Dude going off of this article real quick here. Like a woman, a human being, woman. And this is where I get my feelings mixed up in the bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Is because I think this woman was like allegedly tossed to someone as a plaything.
1: Yeah. Here you
0: go, pal. Have your way with her. Remember, no means yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> I'm gonna take another sip here, bro. This is heavy shit, man. And look at we we streamed Thursday, the day this fucking broke. But I told Josh, I don't wanna talk about this right now. Yeah. I wanna like I don't wanna be the first. I want to be the ones who are able to get our thoughts out proper.
1: Yeah. I should, like, form some opinion on it. Like, hear all the facts.
0: I don't care about breaking the news. I care about, like, delivering it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it says here again from USA Today. Vince McMahon breached NDA lawsuit states. In January 2022, the suit states McMahon told Grant, his wife, Linda McMahon, found out about the relationship and he, in quotes, wanted to ensure that Grant would remain silent about his personal misconduct in order to preserve his controlling interest in WWE, end quotes. He advised Grant sign an NDA or non-disclosure agreement. And would pay her, would pay for her for it. While the discussions of the NDA continued throughout the month, the suit alleges McMahon continued the abuse. The payment for the NDA was settled at $3 million, And once it was signed, Grant received a $1 million payment and she left the company in February 2022. A few days later, McMahon and Grant met and he, in quotes, commanded, in quotes, her to do, in in quotes, one last thing, end quotes, by forcibly making her perform oral sex. In March, 2022, the same WWE star, that had been in contact with Grant previously, had reached out to her. And, he, and she sent explicit photos to the star, in quotes, in line with McMahon's orders, end quote. The two didn't ever meet in person. And thank God for that. The article continues... The lawsuit asks for a ruling that the NDA is invalid under state and federal law, and McMahon breached the agreement by only paying one million of the agreed three million. The suit states Grant will prove in the suit states Grant will prove in a trot or in a trail she will need in quotes, lifelong treatment, end quotes, because of the, end quotes, pain and suffering, end quotes, caused by McMahon. McMahon currently serves as chairman of TKO Group Holdings, the company that owns WWE, along with UFC. On Tuesday, when Dwayne The Rock Johnson was appointed as a board member of the company, McMahon was present with the other TKO executives and Johnson as he rang the opening bell of the New York Stock Exchange. So, obviously, this was written before his resignation. Yeah. We're going to um, go ahead and...
1: I'm going to pee real
0: quick. Okay. I, I will go ahead and continue on reading here. Yeah. Uh, we've, uh,
1: we've already discussed this, so I kind of understand what's yeah.
0: going on. So, we're at 18 minutes, just uh, FYI. Yeah. Um, TKO Holdings, or Group Holdings, McMahon respond to lawsuit. In quotes... Today's complaint seeks to hold accountable two WWE executives who sexually assaulted and trafficked plaintiff Janelle Grant, as well as the organization that facilitated or turned a blind eye to the abuse and then swept it under the rug, end quotes. Ann Callis, an attorney for Grant, said in a statement to USA Today Sports, she in quotes, she is an incredibly private and courageous person who has suffered deeply at the hands of Mr. McMahon and Mr. Laurinaitis. Miss Grant hopes that her lawsuit will pre- uh, prevent other women from being victimized. The organization is well aware of Mr. McMahon's history of depraved behavior, and it's time that they take responsibility for the misconduct of its leadership. End quotes. Lock PSB, yo, what is up? A spokesperson for McMahon released the following statement. End quotes. This lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene made up instances uh, that never occurred, and a vindicative or vindictive Distortion of the truth. He will vigorously defend himself, end quotes, the spokesperson said. TKO, Group Holdings, said in a statement to USA Today Sports, it will address the allegations internally. In quotes, Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE. While this matter predates our TKO executive's team or executive team's tenure at the company, we take Miss Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally, the statement said. So that is the article from USA Today Sports, and let's go ahead and type up this, this is, oh, yep, this is right. Um, This is from CNN Business. Vince McMahon, WWE founder, resigns amid sex trafficking allegations. This is written by Samantha De Loya and Elizabeth Wagmeister from CNN. This was updated at 1:37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturday, January 27th, 2024. Josh, I'm gonna hand it off to you. I am gonna (coughs) take a restroom break real quick.
1: Did you want Um, me to continue reading or
0: yeah, go ahead and continue reading it? Um, as a matter of fact. We are going to stop the audio only portion of this podcast real quick and we'll be right back. All right, audio only listeners, we are back. Um, so now we're going to go ahead and um, hit up the uh, major news announcement that followed the initial lawsuit that was broken by uh, the Wall Street Journal. So this was brought to us uh, on Saturday you, by.
1: We read the USA
0: Today. Uh... Well, the
1: Wall Street Journal was the first
0: uh, oh, okay. outlet, yeah, to okay. to break it. Actually, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, read Brittany's chat here. She says sometimes, or women sometimes, might not have the courage to say something until later on. He was a powerful man, and she probably needs a lot of therapy to help with her trauma if it's true. And again, what we read from the article. Mm -hmm. doesn't disclose everything nearly the article is very PG
1: definitely I hate
0: the guy but if you go to JD from NY's YouTube uh, video with him and Andrew Baydala covering this news as it broke they go into very grim detail about the things that are alleged oh yeah so
1: like he actually reads some of the court documents.
0: Yeah, and okay. his co-host Andrew uh, was like, "I don't think we need to go that that far into detail because yeah. it, it is that fucking grisly."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but even still, like at her in her position, she's promised by the fucking CEO allegedly of everything, like. Advancement. Advancement. You're going to be fucking set. Uh, Allegedly, he had promised her vice president status in the company. Yeah. So, again, of course, you're put in that position. Speculatively, you, you might take some abuse, but I think also there's a little bit of brainwashing here too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And manipulation. So anyways, this is brought to us by CNN business. Uh, this is written by Samantha Deula and Elizabeth Wagmeister, uh, written on Saturday, January 27th, 2024. Take a sip. <sighs> Vince McMahon has resigned from his role as executive chairman of TKO, the parent company of WWE, following disturbing allegations of sexual assault, trafficking, and physical abuse. The allegations came to light in a lawsuit filed by a former WWE staffer, Janelle Grant, who worked at the headquarters of the wrestling behemoth McMahon founded, which is a lie. He did not found it. His father did. No. Uh, McMahon has denied the allegations and said he is prepared to defend himself in court. But, in a statement Friday, McMahon said that he has resigned. In quotes, Out of respect for the WWE universe, the extraordinary TKO business and its board members and shareholders, partners and constituents... And all the employees and superstars who helped make WWE into the global leader it is today. I have decided to resign from my executive chairmanship and the TKO Board of Directors effective immediately. End quotes. McMahon said in a a statement. Reports that McMahon had paid out settlements to multiple women while serving as WWE's CEO and chairman have been circulating since at least 2022, but the lawsuit filed by Grant Thursday sheds new light on the extent of McMahon's alleged misconduct. In the lawsuit, Grant alleged that McMahon dangled a job offer at WWE and later promotions in exchange for sex. Grant's lawsuits also allege alleges that McMahon trafficked her to other men inside and outside the company, including John Laurinaitis, who worked in the company's talent relations department and is also named as a defendant in the suit. McMahon engaged in acts of "in quotes extreme cruelty and degradation," end quotes toward Grant during her time in WWE. The lawsuit alleged. TKO, in an email to staff and in a statement to the press, addressed only McMahon's job status with the company, but did not discuss the specifics of the allegations. In an email to staff Friday obtained by CNN, WWE President Nick Kahn said simply that McMahon tendered his resignation from his executive chairmanship and board member positions. End quote. He will no longer have a role with TKO, Group Holdings, or WWE, Khan wrote in his email. On Thursday, after Grant's allegations were made public in a lawsuit, the company said, in quotes, McMahon does not control TKO or oversee day-to-day operations at WWE. (sighs) So, um... Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. We'll read this one right here. Um, CNN Business goes on further than um, the USA Today sports uh, section did in, in regards to the allegations. So I'll go ahead and read some more here. It says, disturbing allegations. One disturbing incident in the lawsuit detailed an alleged sexual assault among Grant. McMahon and Laurinaitis that occurred at WWE's headquarters in 2021. The two men allegedly pulled Grant behind a locked door, forcibly restraining her as she begged them to stop. One of the men allegedly asked her, or said to her, "No means yes." In quotes. In a statement to CNN on Thursday, Grant's attorney. And Callis said the lawsuit sought to, in quotes, hold accountable two WWE executives who sexually assaulted and trafficked plaintiff uh, Janelle Grant, as well as the organization that facilitated or turned a blind eye to the abuse and then swept it under the rug. End quotes. Attempts to CNN attempts by CNN to reach Laurenitis previously did not yield response.
1: Uh, let's catch up a little bit with the uh, chat. There's quite a few. Yeah. Locke says, allegedly. And then also says, well, that's classic sexual sexual harassment. Quid pro quo. I got to agree with you there. Textbook sex. Uh, he also says, textbook sexual harassment is what I mean. Ah, okay. Still agree with you there. Snark says, going to head off for now, but in the end, I just want to see. Uh, I guess he mistyped that. Gonna head off for now, but in the end, I just want to see to hell with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. No, he... he, Yeah, yeah, he wrote
0: it. Yeah, I know. Snark also even said up up here too, um, he said, and the raspy moron behind people power, he also said, Vince literally makes me sick, and if you support Vince after all this shit... No pun intended, you're a fucking loser. And he also said this wasn't the only time that Vince utilized Hush Money. Right? So again, Snark hitting the nail on the head. So, we're all familiar with the Bella Twins, right? If you've been a fan of uh, WWE's pro wrestling between, you know, the... The, the aughts of the 2000s, right? You're probably familiar with the Bella Twins. They also have their own show or had their own show on the WWE Network. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like Total Divas. It was also on USA Network. Yeah. Um, Brie and Nikki Bella, right? Is that, is that right? Yeah, Nikki and Brie Garcia, formerly known as the Bella Twins. Um their stepfather is John Laurinaitis, the second person named in this lawsuit. John Laurinaitis was head of talent relations and Vince's right hand man, also their stepdad. Uh, before we go any further, Locke says, "So did Vince do it, or were there, or or were there someone else?" Tag teaming her, Uh, pun not intended. No, so um, what's alleged here is that Vince was the um, ignition to it all. And then once he had his fill, he would toss her to other uh, male members of the WWE uh, company and talent in the company.
1: Um, And also it's in the the article that there were times where it was... Vince and uh, Laurinaitis going at it, you know, together on her, you know.
0: Like what I just read from CNN. Mm-hmm. Um, and also.
1: I'm going uh, to take a of that. Oh, uh,
0: no, yeah. Uh, Locke, I think you might have joined a little bit later on uh, when a um, WWE talent was um, on the verge of a uh, contract signing. Vince had used allegedly uh, used Miss Grant as a um,
1: incentive
0: incentive, yeah. and had given the alleged WWE superstar, who was also a ex UFC heavyweight champion, which uh, when you do the math in your head, that's uh, none other than Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He was not named. <coughs> he was not named in the lawsuit, but mm-hmm. when you put those two um, facts. Um, together. There's only one. There's only one guy who went from the WWE to the UFC and won the heavyweight championship mm-hmm. and that is none other than, than Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah. It's alleged that Brock Lesnar requested her to uh, send a video of her taking a piss and it's alleged in the uh, lawsuit that he had replied and called her a bitch after she sent that video. Um, but yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of other stuff. Um, in the lawsuit, it, um, this is my abridged version of it, uh, cause I don't have it right in front of me, but, um, apparently Vince and his, uh, physical therapist or something or another like that personal assistant. I can't remember. Um,
1: it was a physician
0: physician of some sort, uh, got a, uh, two for one deal on her, um, over a massage table (coughs) and it was forcibly. And, um, (coughs) we had even gone as far as defecating on her went on to clean themselves up, left her in the state of she was in, yeah. she was in and then resumed uh, the activity for an hour and a half.
1: No, well, it was like an hour and a half, and then they went to go clean themselves up. No,
0: they said it was an hour and a half. Just in total? In total, wow. from what I understand from the Which, lawsuit. Either
1: way, is fucking ridiculous.
0: Um.
1: If true, he
0: had also shared her photos and videos that he would demand that she would send to him to superstars and um, others within the company. So when this goes to court, it's going to bring in a lot of witnesses. Yeah. And um, if and when these witnesses take up the stand, I think it's going to... uh, Indict a lot more people than originally thought I I thought. Yeah, because uh, like I said, we'll get our thoughts across here shortly after. This is like the last article I'm going to read before we give our thoughts. Um, But we'll go ahead and read this article. This is uh, from WrestleZone via Yahoo Entertainment. This came out today, Monday, January 29th, uh, 2024 at 523 p.m. It is titled the Garcia twins released a statement on allegations against Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Nikki and Brie Garcia, formerly known as the Bella twins, have released a statement about the allegations against Vince McMahon and their stepfather, John Laurinaitis. On January 25th, Janelle Grant filed a lawsuit against Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and WWE in which she alleges that McMahon and Laurinaitis engaged in sexual assault and trafficking of her. A spokesperson for McMahon later said the lawsuit was replete with lies. In a post on Twitter, the Garcia twins released a statement about the allegations. And this is from their shared Twitter or X account at Nikki and Bree. It says in quotes, "We are shocked and disheartened with the recent allegations against members of the WWE. It has been a lot to process since we found out about since we found out this past week just as you all did. This is something we don't stand for or condone from anyone no matter who they are." We want all women to feel safe and supported in the workplace and in their everyday lives. End quote. The article continues, Nikki and Brie are the stepdaughters of John Laurinaitis as he married their mother in 2016. WWE terminated Laurinaitis in 2022. He was under investigation as part of the allegations of the sexual misconduct and hush money against McMahon that came to light in June 2022. The Garcia Twins left WWE in March of 2023. They were previously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2021. The post the Garcia Twins release statement on allegations against Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, appeared first on WrestleZone. Locke says, um You know if this is you know if this is televised, people are going to add wrestler entrance music if any of them are called to the stand. Well, yeah, that might be um uh, funny. To some I don't think I'd be laughing. I mean like I know I know the angle you're trying to play lock and stuff and like try to bring some fucking comedy to it, but Like, I wouldn't think it's funny at all. I would really like to see fucking good prevail over evil here.
1: Oh, yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Like, to me, in my personal opinion, bro, there's already been people who have been paid hush money, which has been very well documented. Oh, yeah. And then now this thing happened. How many other women have legitimately gone through the ringer just like this lady did, if all this is true, right?
1: Who fucking knows?
0: So, hold on. Let me go ahead and close this article. We got about fucking 12 minutes or so to ramble on about our thoughts on things. I'll let you go first. Well,
1: I understand that the Me Too movement, because, you know, that's, like, one of the biggest things. Yeah. Kind of have... That kind of has tarnished people's, like, idea of...
0: Of... It, the Me Too return. movement had diminishing returns.
1: Big time. Yeah. Like, I get it. This does actually fucking happen. This mm-hmm. shit does happen. hmm But the thing is, you know, the Me Too movement, too many fucking women use it as a platform to just get back at people they didn't fucking like
0: or or get back at a guy that they slept with who no longer wanted relations.
1: Right. You know, stuff like that. I get it. But the thing is, when it comes to shit like this...
0: No, I get it, Locke. Hold on, I just want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke says, I'm just horsing around. I'm an Austin fan. Uh, I hate Vince just as much as everyone else. No, like, I get it, dude. I get it. And that's why I was saying, like, I get it. You're just trying to bring a little bit of comedy here and stuff. It's just... Unfortunately, this isn't your typical N-squared podcast podcast. Yeah. This is a very serious thing that, um, like, again, when we found out, thir- we found all this, like, news broke on Thursday right before we went live to just do Thursday Night Throwdown. Yeah. But I told Josh, I don't want to talk about any of this. On Thursday let's just play games, have fun. Yeah. We'll talk about this on the Monday show. Mm-hmm. Cuz it is very heavy and I don't know. I'm 32, man. Like I got a 9-year-old daughter and I got a, a beautiful wife. This stuff just like maybe it's cuz of my age or something. It it just like hit me in a certain uh temperament. Yeah. Where I was like I can't just fucking talk about this right away. Yeah, because my mind immediately goes to what if this is my wife? What if this happens to my daughter? You know, like all those pistons start firing.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like uh, to get back into you know, like I said, I get the Me Too movement has kind of like ruins pe- ruined people's perspective on it. On situations like this, but at the same time, when it comes to NDA's, NDA's are a fucking legal document, like legal fucking document.
0: Not only that, dude, hang on to your thoughts. Yeah. If you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, something fucking happened. Right. And that person who makes you sign an NDA, that person is saying... I know I did wrong, but if you sign this and take the money, it's going to protect me. It's paying somebody off to not squeak or squeal about the bad shit that you did to them. Yeah. You're buying that person.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Like, it's, it's, it's literally that fucking easy. It's that fucking simple why else would you have someone sign a non-disclosure agreement exactly that isn't working on a movie exactly that isn't working on a television project or whatever like i understand ndas because i've i've had to fucking deal with that shit myself where hey we're working on this on this movie project you know here's this don't say anything about it we can't say anything about it yet because not everything is laid out and official and blah, 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 blah. That's one thing. A personal NDA where it's like, hypothetically here, hey, I, I I know I shit on you, pal. I know I took a piss on you. I know I promised you this and that and raped the shit out of you.
1: Here's three fucking million dollars. Here's three
0: million dollars. You're set for life, pal. Don't say anything. Linda's catching on. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other fucking thing.
1: Like, I, know, I know, I know. It's just like, it's one of those things where I, I gotta like form my thoughts yeah. properly. because It's some fucked up shit.
0: It is. You know what? We're at 22 and a half minutes or so on the audio podcast. We're gonna come right back.
1: All right, then, basically, what I wanted to say is about the NDAs, what sucks about those is that it's it's a fucking legal binding document. It's like, we got to fucking, like, this is one of those things where it's it's got to show us, teach our fucking kids about this kind of shit, because you never know if your kid's going to make it big or not. Sure. You know? Yeah. And if they make it big, you got to fucking warn them about this kind of shit. Yeah. You no, know, you can't allow them to be fucking treated this way.
0: Well, and I, I think too, it's not just like like yes, what you said is like absolutely true, right? Like say for example Evelyn makes a fucking YouTube video and her fucking channel goes viral and hmm. and totally dominates over over this channel, right. you know what I mean? But like also too You I cannot emphasize this enough, like you don't know who you can trust essentially. And like, what if you you've got that sketchy ass fucking cousin or sketchy ass uncle or or aunt, and they're like, "Here's fifty dollars. Don't tell your don't tell your mom. Don't tell your dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's normal. Here's this. Here's that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean, dude? Like, like
1: this. But that's what I'm saying. So you got to teach them from a young age not to accept that kind of shit because it's like, so like you can't. You can't let that happen to yourself, you know. It's like I get it. Like, I mean, like I, I I can understand. Like if she came, like let's say this. Uh, what's her name? Miss um, Grant. Miss Grant came from a poor, you know, you know, background. Yeah. So where three million dollars? Like three million dollars is a fuck ton of money for us people that don't see that in their life. Three
0: million dollars is a lot of money to us.
1: Like we don't. We wouldn't see that shit in our fucking lifetime.
0: Like. Bro, like 1 million, like I'm thinking about what I could do with 3 mil right now. 1 million, no, half a million goes into a savings account for Evelyn. Half a million goes into a savings account for our baby due. You know, a couple hundred thousand goes to my mom. Pay off, pay off her fucking house. I always told her I'd pay off her house.
1: Okay.
0: You know, Another like- couple thousand, uh, a few thousand goes to the church. You know what I'm saying? A um, couple thousand might go to... um a charity that I want, you know, and then investments and buying a house and securing this. uh, And you you know what I'm saying? Like 3 million, like a 1 million, isn't the same as 1 million in like 2010. Right. Right. But it's still millions.
1: Like you could literally do a lot of what you want to do and still have some. Bro, power. I
0: could buy all the power tools that I want, personally want at Home Depot and not even scratch it. Like $2,000. You know right. what I'm saying? Right? 50k a year equals 1 million in 20 years. Like there you go. There you fucking go.
1: Like yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I get it. I fucking understand. But you have to have a good moral fucking ground, like yeah. uh, grounding to understand that you can't let this shit slide. Because let, let's say, let's just say for shits and giggles, she was the very first one this happened to. You know? Yeah. If she would have fucking put her foot down and be like, hey, I'm not fucking standing for this. Yeah. I'm taking you to the court. I'm getting you fucking in prison. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm reporting this to the list of
1: police. She could have prevented so many fucking women from having this happen to them. You know right. What I mean? So, and I get it. It's fucking difficult. It's not like, easy. why
0: didn't she speak up? Why didn't she just fucking say something from the get go, et cetera, et cetera? And I
1: fucking get it. It's not easy. And I the reason I understand it is because, like, this is, you know, this is something personal. Like, my sister. Yeah,
0: it taps. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say it taps into the real world of you don't yeah. have to say. No, I, I mean, I don't know how your sister would feel about being dropped no, on this. But. No.
1: And, you know, I, I'm just going to briefly just mention it. My sister had something similar happen. I'm not going to go into detail, but she had something similar happen. Yeah. And she had so much, dif- like, difficulties even saying anything about it. And this was, like, years ago. Yeah. And I fucking get it.
0: Well, and they're, like, worried about repercussions happening to them. Yeah. Or their family mm-hmm. members. And when you have someone in power like Vince McMahon. And I
1: fucking get it. Yeah. But at the same time This also brings up the whole, you know that means there's an issue with like the fucking system as well. Yeah. But if you can't trust in the system well enough to be able to go to them to get this fucker out.
0: Right. Out, you know what I mean? And there's there has been rumblings of TKO um group was it group holdings? TKO group holdings or whatever. Something like that, yeah. Um Cleaning house. Looking to clean house. Yeah. And just get rid of anyone and everyone who is somewhat close to Vince McMahon, which includes everyone's fucking favorite, Triple H, who is basically the now Vince McMahon. He's the one in control of creative and everything like that in WWE. Um, And speaking of the Royal Rumble, I was shocked. To know that they had a um, post-media press conference for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. The media scrum. Not only was Triple H asked about it, but so was Cody Rhodes. Fuck. Someone even asked fucking Cody Rhodes about it. Damn. And Cody Rhodes had a more diplomatic response than Triple H did. Someone asked Triple H straight up, did you read the court documents?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Triple H, this is not verbatim. This is my um.
1: He, he, it's basically his like um, my rough go around. Yeah, it's like his breakdown of it.
0: <sighs> yeah, um, in in lesser words or whatever. Uh, Triple H basically said, "No, I didn't read it." Um, I know for a fact he said, "No, I didn't read it." But he he went from "No, I didn't read it" to. I just want to focus on the positives because we had a great week, you know, with with um, the Netflix deal that just dropped. Fuck, we couldn't even talk about the Netflix deal. Right? Like, and how Raw is going to be on Netflix, you know, starting in 2025. We now, couldn't even talk about that shit.
1: Well, now you guys know.
0: Now you guys know. Because that shit dropped. Mon- no, Monday Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. That shit dropped Tuesday. So it was a day after we recorded the podcast. But we couldn't even get to that until now. Right. Because of this. But Triple H, I mean, look, it, this is me speculating, right? This is me and my own speculatory thoughts. Triple H was Vince McMahon's understudy. Triple H is married to Stephanie McMahon. Triple H spent years and years and years and years around and close to Vince McMahon.
1: Pretty much under his wing.
0: How do you not know of what your father-in-law, the grandfather to your children, is doing this shit? How do you not know that and how do you not say anything about that?
1: With a company
0: that fucking large. Yeah. With a company that large and very few in power. Right? Like, like Josh and I, the night the news broke, after our stream, we chilled, we ate dinner, and we watched um, JD from New York in his video, or live stream rather, on the subject matter. And Josh and I were both like, well, if th- there's no fucking way Triple H didn't know. Right. And if he didn't know, or if he knew and didn't say anything about it, he's just as fucking good as an accomplice. And that goes on to all the other superstars who had those photos and videos shared. Yeah. And like, dude, this could get bad because this could get into phone records this could I I could be ex-wrestler or, or you know I'm just saying ex as a letter or a name holder yeah. name placeholder I could be ex-wrestler and Vince could have sent me a picture or video of this chick even if I didn't respond to that I'm held accountable. Mm -hmm. Locke says, hopefully Hunter doesn't follow in his father and his father-in-law's footsteps. Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, dude, I, and this is not me being a, a tribalistic, you know, fucking I'm pro AEW or I'm pro this or that company um, stance. This is just me. I think especially after The Royal Rumble's press conference. Um, Triple H. Paul Levesque. Needs to fucking go. Needs to fucking go. How do you not even fucking read the lawsuit that will directly affect your family? Mm -hmm. Directly. How do you not read that? It was like, what, fuck? 72 hours you had 72 fucking hours to read that lawsuit right you have fucking youtubers reading that shit in less than an hour and then going live three hours after they read it twice probably to analyze it and break it down
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how like and you have the audacity to go on the fucking media scrum and say like no, I didn't read it, but uh I just want to focus on the positives. We had a great week, you know, Netflix deal, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, TKO board member now. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then within the same breath, he got he had the fucking audacity to bash AEW and New Japan. Because they had Jordine Grace from TNA, right? She's a TNA women's knockout champion. Um show up in the Women's Royal Rumble and he had the audacity to make fun of in the same breath, um, AEW in New Japan because their their pay-per-view together is called the Forbidden Door, right? Yeah. He had the audacity to make fun of them and say like, oh well, yeah, it was cool having her, you know, we don't we don't care about doors or any uh silly thing like that. We think it's uh stupid and silly and blah 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 blah. He's literally quoted as saying as stupid and silly. Uh,
1: look, I may not be the smartest fucking person in the world. I consider myself pretty fucking stupid. But when you read between the fucking lines, you can fucking tell that he probably did read some of the fucking documents. He's deflecting. Oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. If you read a lot of what, what's been said, Especially in the quotes and the, the the articles we read, yeah, fucking wording matters. Oh yeah, like, dude, how many times have I told you about you know just personal shit that we've talked about? Yeah, it's what you say and how you say it.
0: Exactly, and how you say it almost matters more than what you say,
1: right? So, a lot of what's been said in those quotes. I can tell you right fucking now is deflection.
0: It's deflection and
1: redirection. Exactly. Egg fucking exactly. You hit it on the nail, Right there. And then let me read what uh, Brittany said. Yeah, she says, uh, let's be honest, he probably has read it. <laughs> right there you go. <laughs> but he's trying to play it like it's not going on. The less he pays attention to it, the more he probably thinks it will go away.
0: He's treating it like if he got herpes in in fucking Las Vegas. Right. If I ignore it, it'll go away.
1: And the thing is, like, somebody that's truly fucking being honest attacks the question head on.
0: And you know what he could have fucking said? I appreciate your comment. This is, I'm going to fucking spitball it here. This is me not reading fucking shit. I've got one monitor here that's got Streamlabs set up. And I've got over here um, a CNN article for, for his response at the Media Scrum. This is me looking at my hands like this. You know what he could have fucking said? He could have said, I appreciate your question that you've thrown my way. Right now, I'm not capable of completely answering it in any way, shape, or form that will be satisfactory to your pleasing. But I will say that as a company in the WWE, And to all of our fans in the WWE universe, we don't stand for any way, shape, or form this kind of behavior that has been alleged. We will wait for the due process and the courts and the justice system to sort it all out.
1: Fucking, you cover your own ass, you cover the company's ass, you cover fucking... If you want to cover Vince's ass, you cover his ass, too. But the thing is, wording fucking matters. And yeah, fucking. Unfortunately you know it's something that's you know Did, didn't he fucking do promo school
0: right? during his fucking time as a professional wrestler? <laughs> didn't he fucking learn how to promo? Jesus, you know what I'm, all right, so this is an article brought to us by CNN Business again, written by Elizabeth uh, Butchwald and Eva or Eva uh, Rothenberg. Uh, Sunday, January 28th, 2024. Uh, it says, and this is obviously about the media scrum. It says, uh, Paul Triple H Levesque, the chief content creator at world wrestling entertainment made his first public comments after Vince McMahon resigned Friday from the board of WWE's parent company, TKO group holdings in the wake of the former employees lawsuit, etc. etc. At the news conference after WWE's Royal Rumble event Saturday in St. Petersburg, Florida, Levesque McMahon's son-in-law said he had not read the lawsuit and had no prior knowledge of it, adding he does not, in quotes, want to get bogged down into that, end in quotes. Levesque said he's doing, in quotes, everything possible, end quotes, <coughs> excuse me to ensure employees aren't taken advantage of and feel safe at work. He did not provide details about what measures WWE has taken. Um, TKO did not respond to CNN's request for comment about Levesque's statements at the news conference. The horrifying allegations against McMahon were brought forward by Janelle Grant, who worked at WWE headquarters, etc., etc., um, I think it just kind of goes on to refresh. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes, said at the news conference, the allegations cast, in quotes, a dark cloud, end quote, over the company, and he wasn't sure what the next chapter would look like. Levesque said it was, end quote, an amazing week, end quote, for WWE after previously citing a 10-year, $5 billion deal announced Tuesday whilst, with streaming service Netflix, which will become the exclusive home of the WWE Raw program starting in 2025. Also on Tuesday, Dwayne The Rock Johnson announced he would join the board of directors at TKO.
1: Actually, you know what? Now, thinking about that last part, it makes me wonder, how long have they known about it? And are they going to be using Dwayne to replace Vince? I
0: think Dwayne's got a little bit of buyer's remorse right now, to, to be completely honest. You think so? Yeah. Um, Locke says, I'm kind of curious what this Janelle looks like. Is she hot or homely? What kind of woman is Vince into? Well, I mean, you can do a quick Google search, Locke. You know, um, I think, again, that's kind of in poor taste to be judging on our podcast right now to see if this woman's hot or not. Um. You know, I think it's just, uh, you, you can do that on your own time. Um, but also not to mention, uh, on Friday, before McMahon's resignation, Slim Jim, a major sponsor of the WWE, had uh, made an official statement to pull out from uh, the Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, I remember you were discussing And
0: then that Vince time. resigned. They resumed their partnership thereafter. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I think, uh, as Locke says, the people's chairman <laughs> in regards to The Rock, um, I think the people's champion here in getting Vince to really resign was Slim Jim. Because at that point, Vince is now costing not only the UFC or not only WWE, but the UFC and TKO money Oh. because they were losing out on a major sponsorship.
1: Fucking huge sponsorship. Huge. <sighs> I don't think I get it.
0: So oh, is this fucking oh, you're yeah,
1: it's, it's, a, <sighs> it's a hefty topic.
0: It is a hefty topic, man. It's I I think. Oh, and also, there was other speculatory uh, reports coming out that when Shane McMahon uh, was fired by his own father, Vince McMahon, a couple of years ago, it was because they had a dispute on how Shane McMahon did not want to be like his father, Vince McMahon. And the first and only WrestleMania um, without Vince McMahon in power... Shane McMahon appeared.
1: That's true. Fucking good on him for not wanting to be like his father.
0: Um Shane uh, I'm sorry. Uh Locke said, Oh yeah, she's good looking and young enough to be Vince's great granddaughter. Yeah. She's uh I mean, I'm not gonna lie, she's probably around my wife's age. You know. Like I I saw the headshot. of her her photo, you know what I'm saying, in the articles, she was definitely young. You know? Someone young, coming into the business, a very, you know, young professional, being promised all this and that, all you gotta do is, you know, this and that, and it just escalated What it sounds like very fucking quickly. Yeah. It's fucking nasty. It's fucking nasty. I don't have... I don't have anything good to say about it, man. I know. Me neither. It's just like...
1: Like... Like, what else can you say? What are
0: your final thoughts on this?
1: My final thoughts is that if it's all true, which... Just by the wording in the articles, like, you know, in the quotes, mm-hmm. it seems like it's true.
0: Locke says, oh, it says she's 43, but she looks like she's 23. Yeah, that's a surprise to me because she looked a lot younger in the photos that yeah. I saw um, in regards to the, uh like, headshots and stuff. Yeah.
1: Like, if true.
0: But even still, Vince McMahon is, like, He's like 76 right now, or 77, so he was like, what, 74? Yeah,
1: it's only been, and then who knows how much other shit he's done.
0: That's what I was saying earlier, man, is like, she's the only one fucking brazen enough really to, you know, come out and be like,
1: well, Vince, sorry, fucker. Like if all of this is true, which I lean towards more of the side of it is true you know that's yeah. just my personal opinion yeah, just because we're like,
0: not on here saying believe all survivors and you know believe every woman and this and that because that is definitely the fucking wrong approach because fuck if if we're gonna go off that rhetoric, my wife could say, oh, Josh. You know, sexually assaulted me. Believe me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously he would You know what I'm saying? Like, he would do that. So it's like, that whole rhetoric of, like, believe every woman, believe every survivor, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's, that's bullshit. But when there's fucking smoke, there's fire. Yeah. With leading all of these fucking incidences with other people and other NDAs.
1: Yeah. You know? It's, it's just one of those things, like, it, it really fucking... It definitely rubs me the wrong fucking way.
0: Yeah. I think for sure um, any and all legacy that Vince McMahon ever had is completely tarnished. Yeah. And thrown into a fucking dumpster fire. And I think he should be serving the rest of his life in fucking prison.
1: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. fucking lutely I think all of his money that he's ever made should go be fucking donated to charity. I think he should be fucking done with. I think anyone and everyone that was close to him needs to be just as heavily in um and like anyone and everyone close to him should be investigated just as heavily as he was. Yeah.
1: Which I mean this this is, is going to lead into a very very long investigation. It's going to take a while to resolve all this.
0: And just like Cody Rhodes said, there's a very like dark, heavy cloud over WWE. Um, all the talent, all the wrestlers, I'm sorry, sports entertainers within that company um, are going to have this going on in the back of their minds. Yeah. And I think it's going to reflect on the product. I think it reflected on the Royal Rumble, which I thought was very subpar overall as a premium live event. I thought that, uh, I mean, I'll give, we have a few minutes left here on the audio recording. Um, I thought the rest, uh, the wrestling was very subpar. I thought the action was very predictable. I thought it was very soft and um, I mean, unsatisfactory. Like right after the Rumble, we turned on AEW Collision that I had recorded yeah same night and within the one match we watched, it was more entertaining than anything we saw in the Royal Rumble uh, I'll
1: I'll give them some slack because like after hearing this news anybody anybody would have their morale fucking drop after that Mm mm-hmm you know for them they're like you know what this is a very bad situation Let's just get get this over with. That
0: or it could light a fire under in you to I make mean, you think or, or or to make you go like let's let's let them not think about that right now. Yeah. And let's give the best of us of what we could. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good way to think about it, but at the same time, in the heat of the moment, it's hard to bring your morale up like that.
0: I don't think so being a being a part of of sports for so long in my life, you could be on the losing half of a fucking football game or whatever even as pro wrestling calls it amateur wrestling which is just regular wrestling yeah you're because in wrestling like it's an individual sport but overall your score reflects on the team's overall score. yeah so we could be down you know, like a match or two, you got your whole team right there being like, we're down, but we can fucking do this. We can. Fu-. I've seen the momentum shift.
1: I mean, that's you know what true, I mean? but this is a very different situation. You know what I mean? Like I get it, it, but... It's a very, like...
0: I guess it plays into the mindset of everyone, right? Yeah. Like, you could be like someone like a Cody Rhodes who is a main event guy being like, Let's block it out for now. Let's let's just fucking show them who we are. Let's make names for ourselves. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Very true. Yeah. I, I understand that. I understand yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Uh, Locke says he should have gone to prison for Gate back in the 90s. Uh, I watched half of the women's rumble and was bored. Yeah. I mean, it was a very subpar show.
1: I mean, overall. it was very unmemorable.
0: Maybe yeah. It was. Yeah, Yeah. that's our thoughts on the Royal Rumble as well. Yeah. Um, We'll go ahead and uh, um, stop the audio recording right now, and we'll be right back to wrap up the show on a positive note. All right, and we're back with what might be our last segment for the N Squared Podcast Live. Um Gosh, yeah. So it's kind of hard to follow up on everything that we just talked about with Mm -hmm. the whole Vince McMahon scandal and John Laurinaitis and uh, so on and so forth. But let's go ahead and do our best here. Um, Woof. Um, (laughs) uh, Locke says, Rumble Roses for $20, a good deal. Well, you know what? Let me pull up price charting right now for you lock we'll do this live on the podcast there you go rumble roses Um, is this just the American PlayStation 2 version is it complete
1: If it's complete
0: $20 would be a good deal
1: yeah it's complete is listed for $22.99 so according
0: to pricecharting.com. yeah
1: so you know of course
0: if it's just a disc, it's going for thirteen forty-five.
1: Then that's when you should be worried.
0: It looks like the game has valid a little bit, but it looks like it's on a peak again as well. So I would say probably get it while you can, to be completely honest. If it's complete, yeah. It's twenty three.
1: Yeah, twenty two ninety nine for complete.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean I would say offer 20 if it's a private seller. I just looked, yes, CIB, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it says on, I mean I have price charting pulled up right here, it says complete price 22.99. Um, yeah, I would offer 20 if it's a private seller. So anyways, moving on to um, some other news here, some positive news. Um, Whoops. Delete that article. (laughs) I know. Um, CM Punk is fucking hurt.
1: I like how that's your positive news.
0: CM Punk is fucking (laughs) hurt. So, uh... Yeah. CM Punk confirms he tore his tricep at Royal rumble will miss WrestleMania. He will not realize his dream this year, but there's always next year. (laughs) And apparently, I mean like next year's Royal or I'm sorry, WrestleMania will be on, um, Netflix.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) I think
0: so. Well, well, we'll see, we'll see. Cause you know what, as a matter of fact, I think the Peacock deal, with all the PLEs and stuff mm-hmm. runs through 2026. So we'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Britt says, how is he always hurt? <laughs> well, as your favorite John Moxley says, fragile mind, fragile ego, fragile body. <laughs> so this is brought to us by, um, cage side seats. It says, uh, <laughs> News broke earlier today that CM Punk suffered a significant injury in his first televised match since his return to WWE at Royal Rumble this past (laughs) Saturday, uh, January 27th, at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, The word is a torn tricep injury, and he's expected to be out for long enough that he'll miss WrestleMania 40. It goes on to say, damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: WWE quickly announced Punk would be kicking off this week's episode of Monday Night Raw in Tampa with a live microphone and no commercial interruption. This, of course, is where he would is where we would learn what's next. The gravity of the situation was immediately clear when he walked out wearing a sling on his right arm.
1: He confirmed he tore his right tricep and that it's just not in the cards for him to make Elimination Chamber or WrestleMania 40. Wait, this is hell. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. hell. Maybe he'll never realize his dream of wrestling in the main event of WrestleMania. But this is just a flesh wound, a bump in the road, and other folks have it much, much worse than he does right now.
0: So see him. I'm sorry. Um, in WWE's official X or Twitter account had posted the the video of him announcing his injury saying get well soon cm punk with a heart emoji and a hashtag wwe raw
1: <laughs> go ahead
0: josh all right
1: that means he'll he'll be back indeed he promised he'll keep going until the wheels fall off it's pretty soon there's always next year in quotes <clears throat> right they shot an angle on the way out with Drew McIntyre hitting the scene to say he prayed for this and it happened. <laughs>
0: <Punk> Drew McIntyre <laughs> is my favorite wrestler now.
1: <laughs> Punk vowed to make him his first target upon his return. Get complete brawl results and coverage. Oh, wait, no, yeah, to do that. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um,. <laughs>
0: Punk's bitch ass is fucking out. Now look, I'll be fucking for real here for a second. Torn tricep happened when he was in AEW. And he was out for quite some time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't think he ever defended his title in AEW. I don't think so either. Yeah, because he was always fucking, he would win it, get hurt, win it, get hurt. (laughs) Or win it, get hurt, and suspended.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um
1: wasn't his last match in AEW versus um fucking Moxley?
0: No, it was Samoa Joe. Oh at,
1: yeah, at yeah, all yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> now that, there's bro. a lot of people on Twitter who are like, like him or not, love him or hate him, you don't want to wish that kind of shit on people, be good to people. If you're if you're happy that he's hurt, you're an instant block or whatever. So instead instead of saying it on Twitter, I'll say it on here. (laughs) It's called fucking karma. And what goes around fucking comes around, man. Yeah. And what I love is the fact that the guy that threw him out is a member of the elite. And right after Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble, he did two kisses for the Young Bucks. And a gun for fucking Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah, all right. He he's earned a little respect back. Yeah, he got he got
0: my little good graces. I think what like just Punk getting injured like that, <laughs> and then you add the Cody Rhodes probably would have done that either way.
1: Yeah. But it just adds a little bit more sweetness A little it. bit
0: more sweetness. It adds a little bit of uh, the sauce. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I mean, this fucker is... Get, he's way too injury prone. He's a liability at this point. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. He's a liability. It's like, who fucking gets hurt that often? It's like, does he not train? Does he not go through therapy for that shit? It's like if I had a torn tricep, I would absolutely make sure I was good enough to get back into it before I got into it.
0: Um, Jim here says he did the elite um salute last year too. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying, Jimbo. Um, he would have done it either, either fucking way, way. Yeah. either fucking way. Um, but it just it makes it no pun intent, not actually pun intended. It makes it too sweet <laughs> that the injury followed. You know what's <laughs> you know what's fucking funny, bro, is um Snark and Jim had like a back and forth on Twitter about <laughs> Punk with, you know like and this and that, and I <laughs> I fucking replied to Jim because Jim fucking added me on on Twitter or X or whatever. <laughs> And I just said, I hope Punk gets injured right before his main event, uh, Wrestlemania Night (laughs) 1. It
1: fucking happened.
0: (laughs) And then fucking Drew McIntyre comes out and cuts a promo that I would have fucking done where he's like, I prayed for it and it happened. (laughs) Yeah, so fuck you, Jim. I'll see you tomorrow on the fucking Zoom meeting. (laughs) Where we're going to be reviewing... (laughs) excellent movie for their bonus beers um episode which you can find exclusively on their patreon for as little as i believe it's two dollars um oh lord i don't i don't remember maybe yeah. it's five dollars i don't remember jim <laughs> plug your shit jim plug your shit uh jim says it's okay i hoped kenny would never I hoped Kenny could never eat spicy food again, and that happened. <laughs> oh, God. Go fuck yourself. Diverticulitis is way more serious than a fucking torn tricep, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you in person. I'm going to fucking put you in a fucking headlock so quick. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Don't you ever disparage Kenny Omega like that.
1: LOL, it's
0: $5. Well, plug your shit proper before I fucking block your bitch ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Because then if I blocked you, I couldn't talk shit to you on oh here. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> You're not going to talk about, what? at least mention what movie you guys are going to review?
0: Well, I don't know. Jim, can I say what movie we're going to review? <laughs> uh, Karma... Karma. karma, karma. I'm fucking redneck over Karma's here. Karma Karma for the Brock burn in that shit game. What? Huh? Karma like, for the Brock burn in that shit. I don't know what you're I talking about. Brock Lesnar. Well, I would imagine uh, <laughs> with the wonderful nerdy Nick. I don't understand what the fuck he's talking. About. I'm Confucian. Jim, how many fucking keystones have you had tonight? Not enough. And yeah, say it. Okay, we're gonna be reviewing uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh shit! Sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm the one that picks the fucking good movies over there,
1: and I picked the fucking class act. My question is: Did you even have to watch the movie to be able to fucking review it? Oh,
0: Jim says uh, they they called the F. Five, the Brock Lesnar move, uh, they called it Diverticulitis in the create a wrestler mode. Really? Yeah, they did. Oh they did. Oh okay, I see what he's saying. Yeah, I see what he's saying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um all right, so my question now is have you even did you even have to rewatch that movie? You probably dude, I've seen that movie
0: (laughs) so many fucking times. I don't I don't have to. (laughs) I don't have to.
1: Oh yeah. my god!
0: Yeah, ah, I fucking love that movie. Let's talk about your big butt. Anyway, it's a quote from. The it's, movie. Not <laughs> it's not that <laughs> big. Um. Yeah. So Punk is hurting out. um Good. <laughs> what What do you think? No, honestly, though, like, what do you think about about it?
1: Like. Like they said, like you said, you know, people on Twitter say, "Is that I don't wish out, wish that on anybody."
0: I'm more <laughs> ruthless than Josh <laughs> is, by the way. Okay.
1: Doesn't change the fact that I'm not, you know, ecstatic about it. <laughs> 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 Fuck that guy, fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So he he got what it, what was coming. He got what was coming. Yeah, I mean, like. You know what I have to say? You know what I have to say about it? What? Real glass. Real glass! (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: no, no. Real glass!
1: Cry me a fucking river!
0: (laughs) Uh, Brittany says, I knew it was uh, your pick based on the title for the the movie. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Funny enough, I picked the next... Not this title, but the next movie as well. Oh, really? But it was because it was like met with critical acclaim. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that one next month for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, we won't
1: say that until next month.
0: Yeah, we won't advertise that one until the, the next month. Mm. Um, But in uh, gaming news, let me go ahead and... Oh, you know what? We're, we're done with all the serious talk now, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Vince McMahon. He can burn now. And um, I will be genuine and say this, if you are a victim, a true victim of sexual assault, rape, and all that, I mean, rape and all that stuff. I say rape, but I mean, like we've... The,
1: we're not... The we're threshold's not. been crossed. Okay, yeah, we're not monetized.
0: Anyways. Yeah, no, we're not monetized anyways. Um, if you're a victim of sexual assault, rape, or um, quid pro quo, Quid pro quo at your job. Speak up, speak out, because you might not be the only one who's going through that. And again, this is for legitimate victims out there. Yeah. Speak up, speak out, be bold, be brave, call 911, talk to somebody, and air it out. Yeah. Because the last thing that I ever want as a father and a husband is to hear about it. As
1: a brother, too.
0: And as a as a brother, is hear about it and nothing getting done about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Matter of fact, I'm not that close to my sister, but when I heard that her boyfriend at the time put hands on her, I asked for an address. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. And when that address was not given to me and everyone kept telling me to calm down, I felt like in that instance, I was more upset than my sister was. But that just goes to show that it does not just affect you, but it affects the people that love you and who are around you and who love and support you um so please speak up and speak out yeah just like Locke says in the chat speak up in all caps mm. speak up you know it might have happened to you but you can prevent it from from it happening to somebody else so i'm gonna go ahead now and cue the music for the live audience Watch time too. We're All good right, on time. time.
1: We're good. Oh.
0: And so, bringing it back around to some video game news, some video game news. This is brought to us by PCGamer.com. Footage of a canceled 10-year-plus-old... Go away. Fucking... Oh, my God, the (laughs) pop-ups. Footage of a canceled 10-plus-year-old sci-fi Call of Duty developed by Tony Hawk's pro skater studio, Neversoft,
1: has leaked
0: online. That's a fucking mouthful right there. That is one hell of a motherfucking title. (laughs) Neversoft scrapped the project before ultimately releasing 2013's Call of Duty Ghosts.
1: <sighs>
0: Josh, go ahead and read. <laughs> I've been re- I've been <coughs> fucking reading and speaking no, a lot.
1: I know, it's just the fact that you said they released Call of Duty Ghosts. It's like, I don't know if I would have been happy with that other title. Alright. First spotted by, by what? What name is that charlie, charlie intel charlie intel two videos supposedly from a cancelled xbox 360 era call of duty game called future warfare or nx1 internally have been shared on twitter they're probably providence providence I i've never heard that word their providence <laughs> has seemingly been confirmed by a former senior neversoft developer who worked on the project The first video was shared by an account with a handle at MangaFigurines. I've embedded a YouTube upload of the same video.
0: That's in parentheses. Yeah, in
1: parentheses. And shows a first-person cinematic sequence where the player's spacesuit is breached on the surface of the moon, and they have to flee into a nearby base while under attack.
0: This is uh, next. It comes from someone on X or Twitter. At Brian Bright, it says... Uh, This was NX1 after Infinite Warfare imploded and split into Respawn Neversoft, pivoted from Guitar Hero to make a futuristic Call of Duty game. The mission was on the moon, some experiments with low G, and was really about the team learning the engine. We were making Guitar, G- Hero. Guitar Hero games on our Tony Hawk's Pro Skater engine prior. What the fuck? Dude, that's a wild ass fucking... That's crazy what? to even learn about just from the fucking get-go. Right? He also goes on to say on, on Twitter, or X, um, I believe this would have been in place of ghosts trying to remember. We had two to three campaign missions and a bunch of multiplayer work done. In parentheses it says, I was multiplayer lead on this, in parentheses, before cancellation. One thing we really liked in multiplayer was the first escort mode in Call of Duty. There is footage out there on this with the big eye emojis. Go ahead.
1: Alright. The second video, shared by Twitter user, at catgirlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> purports to show NX1 multiplayer in a map with a ruined desert town theme. The player switches between dual Glock 18 pistols, in parentheses, pretty standard for COD, and parentheses, yes it is, and for and a far more interesting futuristic DMR-looking rifle. The Moonbase video especially strikes me as a, as being too high-quality... to. Uh, too high quality. quality to be a convincing mod, but the most compelling supporting evidence for the, for their veracity comes from Brian Bright, a NeverSoft developer who worked on Guitar Hero and 2013's Call of Duty Ghosts. NeverSoft is most famous as a developer of the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater series, later taking up work on Guitar Hero and Call of Duty before ultimately emerging with Infinity War in 2014. Dude, that's crazy. I didn't know. Yeah. That's some I didn't I, that's some news there too. What's
0: mind blowing to me is that fucking Guitar Hero and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was built on the same engine. <laughs>
1: like how? Tony Hawk Guitar Hero merging equals Call of Duty.
0: That's I guess <laughs> it kind of makes sense because in like Guitar Hero you have that track constantly running towards you. And if you reverse that Mm -hmm. And put a fucking person on a skateboard on that. It's it's that it's that person just constantly moving forward.
1: True, but I don't know. I don't see how that translates into Call of Duty. But yeah, and a Call of Duty, that's pretty fucking bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Regarding the Moonbase video, bright. commented that NX-1 was Neversoft's first experiment with the Call of Duty engine after the studio was pulled off Guitar Hero to work on the series. Neversoft pivoted the Guitar Hero to make a futuristic COD game, Bright wrote. This mission was on the moon, some experience with Logi Logi and was really about the team learning the engine. That's repeated. What happened? Bless (laughs) you. I believe this would have been in place of Ghost, trying to remember we had to... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... A while ago. Yeah, repeated. Bright further mentioned that the multiplayer map in the second clip may have been named Sandstorm, and that NX1 would have included an escort game mode years before we saw something similar in 2020's Black Ops Cold War. Pause.
0: Let's just check the audio recording here. All right, we got seven minutes. Six minutes left
1: though nx1 is a direct predecessor to 2013's call of duty ghosts it's also strongly reminiscent of 2016's infinite warfare a sci-fi solar system spanning cod whose ideas ideas the series hasn't revisited since which i kind of wish they would Mm -hmm. it remains unclear how the twitter users question acquired their footage of NX. Wait, in question acquired their footage of NX One. Nor how many instances of the uh, of the unfinished game remain out there in the world. In the wild.
0: That's pretty fucking nuts, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Insanely nuts.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have never fucking thought.
0: I wonder how many how
1: I caught. I and wonder how, how many
0: cancelled Call of Duties are out there. I um, wonder how many fucking
1: like scrap like
0: like beta Call of mm-hmm. Duties are out there.
1: Oh, there's probably quite a few. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Because, I mean, with a franchise that large, especially between the years of 2010 and, like, 2020, where how they were experimenting on different styles of gameplay, I wouldn't doubt it if there was quite a few different kinds.
0: Well, dude, I'm even thinking of, like, what would have been called Doom 4. Mm -hmm. And that beta that's out there. Where it was truly, like, hell on earth. Like, that that birthed the idea of the glory kill system. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I would have loved to see that game come to light. Now that we've gotten 2016 and Doom Eternal, I would love to (coughs) see that game get finished and see what that game was about.
1: I mean, when you put it that way, there's every game out there. Well, at least a majority of them. Mm -hmm. How many of them do you think have a scrapped idea and like they just started from scratch, something new?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say a ton because to say like to start from scratch again, that doesn't happen very, very often. Or like Metroid Prime 4 is an example of. The initial game that was worked on for like X amount of years mm-hmm. <coughs> got scrapped. And now they're working on a completely different and new game. Game, which is like three years deep, maybe now. Yeah. Maybe four. Yeah.
1: Um, All right. So let's change that up. Not from scratch, but at least deviated completely from what they originally intended. How many games?
0: I mean, there's probably a lot out there. Yeah. Where a game could look completely different to what it got released as. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, look at Borderlands originally. The original Borderlands was not supposed to be cell shaded. Right. They didn't have that border on everything. And honestly, when I saw what it was supposed to look like, I'm like, I'm glad they went with what they did with cell shading. So it's kind of I'm kind of wondering though is like what would have been like what kind of direction would they have gone if they went with their original idea.
0: I mean, I guess we'll really never know. Which is kind of cool because like Doom 4 it's up to your imagination. True. And it's it's kind of cool that way because it creates this alternate reality within your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's even movie projects out there like that. Like, uh, Nicolas Cage was supposed to be Superman. Yeah. You know?
1: Which I'm glad they touched on that. on. Uh, In The Flash. Flash
0: yeah. yeah. Even if it was a shitty CGI moment. Right? Yeah, it was still like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm Nick Cage.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: Superman. <coughs> yeah, you yeah. know. Grab the Declaration of Independence. You know. <laughs> but anyways, um it is it is really cool to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I think um I mean it was a very very small details of what that that Call of Duty would have been. Mm-hmm. But I think it might have been received better than ghosts.
1: Oh,
0: 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: <sighs> preaching to the choir. Yeah. At this point, everybody who watches us should know how much I dislike ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts was. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, this will be it for the N podcast. You can find us live on YouTube at The uh, N Squared Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, Big shout out again to our sponsors over at HubDaddyStore.com. Use code Mustache10 to get yourself 10% off your order. Uh, And uh, W Energy, head on over to W.GG. Use code N Squared10 to get yourself 10% off your order. You can find me on Instagram at NerdyNick underscore 91. And on Twitter at BuffNerd. You can find Josh... Way deeper in the sauce than uh, he would normally like it to. It's like a very thick ranch down
1: there. (laughs) It's like gravy.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: gravy, baby.
0: (laughs) And we thank you guys so much for joining in. Um, We will not be going live tomorrow, but we will be going live on Thursday at 7 p.m. Arizona time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been the N Squared Podcast Live, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.